0: Hi, I'm Howie and the host of the Howie Silberger Show. And as we have for the last more than a dozen years, we're covering the Just For Last Festival. I am pleased to bring you an interview I did with Judy Gould. She will be performing at the Just For Last Festival in July. Pick up tickets at ha-ha-ha.com. She is an accomplished uh she's an accomplished comedian. She uh she's won a couple of Emmy Awards and uh and she's written a book. The conversation is fascinating, and uh, I want to get to it right now. So here is me interviewing Judy Gold. We spoke to her earlier today on The Howie Silberger Show right here on truetalkradio.com. Our guest tonight, New York comedian Judy Gold, has a career spanning nearly four decades. She won two Daytime Emmy Awards for her work as a writer-producer on The Rosie O'Donnell Show and has a stand-up specials on HBO, Comedy Central, and Logo, starred in two critically acclaimed off-Broadway hit shows. She also most recently authored Yes, I could say that when they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble. An acclaimed novel debuting its number one release on Amazon and featured on New York Times Book Review. Judy will be performing at the, on July twenty sixth and twenty seventh during the Just For Last Festival. Go to hahaha dot com to buy your tickets. Now, if that didn't sound like a um like a media written uh, intro, I don't know what did. Um,
1: well, Howie, I gotta correct you on a bunch of those things. It's not a novel. It is a um it is a book called, ha- yes, I can say that, when they come for The Comedians, We're All in Trouble, all about free speech through the eyes of a comedian. And I've had three off-Broadway shows. I just finished one based on the book. It was uh, at 59 East 59th Street Theater at, um, in New York in March and April. And that's going to be touring, and hopefully we'll be coming to Canada. But it's all about you know this situation we have with cancel culture,
0: uh, censorship, and you know free speech is the situation any different than it was let's say 60 years ago when lenny bruce was on stage and they were arresting him (laughs) yeah
1: you know it's funny because i talk a lot about that i talk a lot about lenny and and uh, in the book and also in the show um there are there are it's the same and it's different and the reason is because you know lenny lenny and and george carlin and joan rivers and you know there's so many richard Pryor and um michael uh, george huh richards huh michael richards yeah he's also yeah he's terrific um but there were (laughs) how you can't be funny with a comedian you can't do it i mean you can try okay but um you know, Lenny was arrested for cursing. They got him on this technicality, but they really wanted to get him on was the the substance of his material. He was talking about segregation and government corruption and the Vietnam War. And but they got him on the cursing. And, you know, great comedians, especially political comedians or socially conscious comedians speak truth to power. And a lot of governments don't like the truth. Um and so there is a similarity in in what was happening then than what is happening now. In fact, you know, George Carlin is all over the Internet, all over the Internet now, because what he was saying so many years ago resonates now. Uh, and also when George Floyd was murdered, the one of the top 10 downloads the following week was a Richard Pryor bit about the um, cops and black people and it's it's just it's it's amazing because you think you ask, like, is it the same as Lenny? But, you know, a lot of these comedians like Don Rickles uh, would never make it today. You know, they had these careers and they would never fly today because we have assaults on our free speech coming from the left and the right.
0: So, so what do you think led to this? Why, why did the world accept this? Look, uh, years ago years ago people people used to say you have your opinion i have my opinion and right and you're entitled we're entitled to disagree we could agree to disagree right like, the whole concept sort of just vanished oh what-
1: beyond beyond it's it is it's so divisive it's become personal um you know i don't know if you've heard we had this president um trump i don't know if you heard of him yeah. no
0: yeah, yeah i think i remember him yeah oh I'm sorry uh
1: you know we we had this um president who had no sense like he has no sense of humor um he wanted to get SNL investigated uh for mocking him and he couldn't even attend the White House Correspondents Dinner which as I'm sure you all know for 40 years the highlight of that dinner has been skewering the sitting American president you know speaking against authority is the history of our first amendment and especially comedians and you know i know this is i i know you don't want to go here but in the 30s you know i'm a jew and i have to bring it up okay howie i have to bring it up okay but in the 30s there you know it was the comedians who were speaking truth about what was happening in Germany uh, with the Third Reich. They were on stage at these cabarets and they were speaking about what was really, truly going on. And those jokes weakened Nazi propaganda. So in 1934, Hitler passed the Treachery Act, which made telling or listening to an anti-Nazi joke, an act of treason punishable by imprisonment or death. Okay, so that we have a history that. Dictators know that humor and satire is a very powerful weapon. And uh, as Mark Twain said, under the assault of laughter, nothing can stand. When you're humiliated, there's nothing worse. Um, and so I also think, so I think it, it you know, dictators hate it because they don't want to be mocked. They, they, that disarms them it makes them human. And I think the left are crybabies and are offended by proxy and yes, words have changed and there's things you don't joke about because the world has changed or they're not funny anymore, not even that, you know, you can joke about anything as long as the joke is great. Um but yeah, things have changed. But you know, people are offended by proxy now and it's like, "Oh my god.
0: No." Uh, look, we 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 just we just finished a case here, Mike Ward, the uh, host of the uh, nasty show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Decade he was fighting. He went all the way up to the Supreme Court of Canada um, because he insulted a he insulted a a singer who was a young was young at the time. He insulted the singer and the singer hurt his feelings and sued him and he lost in a whole lot of court cases until they got to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court exonerated him. Uh, it derailed his career. It derailed him mentally. It, it's just it's just of course it's just crazy and and he said it was a joke it's a joke howie that is the
1: 100% it's a joke you know and you talk about the the rhetoric of politicians whose words incite violence put people in danger kill people and yet a a, a comedian tells a joke that you don't like and their life should end their career should end no that's not the what you're you're you are barking up the wrong tree you are it's it, no it's it's i it's so frustrating and you know what if if you take intent at you know there's there's three things with the comedy with the stand up i sound like my with the stand up um but there's intent, there's nuance and there's context and when you take the intent, what is the comedian trying to say? What are what is there not what do you hear and how does it affect you, what are they actually saying or trying to communicate. And if you take that out, you have nothing because you know when you murder someone I know you've you're probably a murderer but, but if you go on trial for homicide your your sentence is determined by your intent, what were you thinking and yet comedians are not given the same consideration it's crazy.
0: So how do we back up the clock? How do we change this and and make things normal again? Uh, I
1: I think we need more discourse and not less. And I think we have to stop. I mean, my friend Eddie Sarfady, it's it's the first quote in my book. And he says, going to a comedy club and getting upset that you got offended is like getting on a roller coaster and getting upset that you got scared. Getting scared is the primary reason you get on a roller coaster. If you think... You know, you're going to go to a comedy club and and some, some they're, we talk about subversive topics, but it's not about you. People have to stop making things about themselves. Social media is a big, big culprit where every moron's opinion is equally valid. And then you get, you know, tons of people to back you up who have, we're not even there or just taking your word for it it's it's mob mentality it's crazy and I think you know we have to fight against it and keep doing what we're doing but I think people are really scared and especially him because it derailed his career and it's really not good for your mental health you when your intent is to just make an audience laugh
0: or express opinion right I, exactly I, I... I do. I do a fairly political show, and uh, I get hundreds of emails after after my shows. People screaming at me: "Oh, we're coming for you. We're coming for your kids." I mean, like, what? Yeah,
1: I get that too. Like,
0: what's wrong with you? What's wrong with people?
1: Right. Why Why are you not allowed to have an? That's because they now have a soapbox, Howie. They have, you know, they didn't have it before. It'd be like, go in the basement, go in the basement, and go do what you do down there. But now they go in the basement, and it's they get on social media or the internet or some website whatever and they have hundreds and thousands of people who agree with them and empower them
0: judy tell me about the shows that just
1: for less well this was a really funny interview so i guess people are going to be dying to come no uh i'm so excited i'm on so many shows i'm doing two solo shows i'm doing um I'm doing the culture show. I'm doing the gay shows. I'm doing everything because Howie I'm a practicing Jew who happens to be a lesbian. And so I fit into a lot of character categories and I'm a woman, you know, still, even though I'm 60. That doesn't change your womanhood. Well, you know, you, know. you know,
0: you'll see. Oh, sorry. I understand. <laughs> uh, you can buy tickets to Judy show on ha ha com. Uh, uh, I love that name of that website. Ha-ha-ha.com. I
1: know I, when I saw that and all the emails that come from them, it's like, uh, just for laughs at ha ha ha. And it's like, so annoying. Ha ha ha.com. But you know, you remember it. You do? Yeah.
0: yeah. Really, thanks so much for joining me. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Howie.
0: That was Judy gold. <laughs> he, uh, she, um, she's a comedian. She's performing at the just for last festival this year. So make sure you buy your tickets at hahaha.com. All right, I'm Howie Silberger. This is The Howie Silberger Show. We will be back again tomorrow right here on the True Talk Radio Network. We will see you then. Um, now remember, download the True Talk Radio app from your favorite app store, the True Talk Radio Network app, where you can listen to uh, all the programming we have here on truetalkradio.com.